The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's just a touch over two months until the first day of spring. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, January 19th, 2022, Wednesday of the second week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Wolfstan, born in 1008 in Warwickshire, England. He joined the Benedictines and served as treasurer of the church at Worcester, was prior of the monastery, and finally was named Bishop of Worcester in 1062. He demonstrated such skill after the Norman Conquest that he was the lone bishop to be kept in his post by William the Conqueror. Wolfstan rebuilt his cathedral, cared for the poor, and struggled to alleviate the harsh decrees of the Normans upon the vanquished Saxons. St. Wolfstan died in 1095. St. Wolfstan, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here. That you see me and that you hear me, I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins. For the grace to make this time a prayer fruitful, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel is from the Gospel of Mark, Chapter 3. Again he entered the synagogue, and a man was there who had a withered hand. And they watched him to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Come here. And he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. Another scene, Lord Jesus, in which we see this tension between you and the religious authorities of the time. They're looking at you with a critical eye, with what we could call that evil eye, judging your intentions, trying to catch you in some mistake. And it's so good for us to see that your goodwill, Lord, your love for us, your desire to help us is constant. It doesn't take any breaks. It doesn't follow any man-made rules or regulations. Love, as St. Paul says, is the fulfillment of the law. 
loving others, serving others, helping others is always the right thing to do. And therefore, it's something, Lord, that you are always doing and are doing not just during your earthly life, but on my behalf right now, such that we can truly put ourselves into the scene of this gospel and be the man with the withered hand. And to hear those two words that Jesus tells the man with the withered hand, come here. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, come here. I'm being tested, I'm being tempted, I'm being dared to help you. They want to see me help you when it's quote-unquote illegal according to their interpretation of the law. And I say to you, come here, I will help you. My love knows no bounds, it obeys no schedules. Come here. And we, Lord, come to you, and perhaps we don't have a withered hand, but some other ailment, maybe some physical ailment, maybe, more importantly, some spiritual ailment. Lord, I have a withered heart, or I have a withered faith. I have a withered capacity to love. And he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against him, how to destroy him. Stretch out your hand, he stretched it out, and his hand was restored. At times, Jesus, you ask people for an explicit act of faith in order for you to perform a miracle. You say something like, do you believe I can do this? And at other times, and I think this is one of those examples, Jesus, you ask for an implicit faith. You tell this man to stretch out his hand. You don't ask him if he explicitly believes that you can cure him. You ask him to show his faith by his very effort to stretch out his hand. You're talking, of course, about the withered hand, the hand that doesn't stretch out, the hand that doesn't move, the hand that is deformed and limp. And you tell him, stretch out that hand. And the act of faith is implicit. You mean this hand, the one that has never worked, the one that has been withered my whole life, the one that has kept me from having the career, perhaps, that I wanted, the one that has made me the object of aversion and pity of so many people, the hand that doesn't work, the hand that's withered, that's deformed, to stretch out that one? And yes, that is the hand that Jesus asks him to move, the hand that doesn't move. And he does it, and he does it with faith in Jesus, even though he's tried to move that hand perhaps many, many, many thousands of times before in his life, just like he moves his other hand. And he can never do it, because it was withered, it was defective and firm. And Jesus says to him, move that hand, stretch out that hand. Now, because I'm telling you, because you're trusting in me to do it, and therein lies the miracle, and therein lies the faith necessary for the miracle, and the very act of trying to do what Jesus told him to do. And Lord Jesus, this will be many times in my own life how I let you work miracles in my life. This will be the kind of miracle you're looking for. 
Maybe you tell me, love that person. And I say, Lord, this person who's hurt me or this person who I have a natural antipathy for, it's difficult for me to get along with. You want me to love them with this small heart, with this injured heart, with this withered soul that I have, this weak will? Yes, with that broken heart, with that small heart, with that weak will, with that history with that person. Stretch out your heart. Use that heart. Now, because you're trusting in me, to love that person, at least to pray for that person, to try once again, to try what you've tried many times before, but now, because I'm asking you to do it. Or maybe, Lord, you tell me, break that habit, right? that habit which leads you into sin, or that habit which is at best a waste of time, some compulsion I have with food or entertainment or whatever. And perhaps I've tried many times to curtail it or to cut back on it. But now this time, it's Jesus who's telling me, break that habit. Stop doing that. Replace it with this other more positive use of time or habit. And we turn to our Lord and say, Lord, you want me to use this will and this soul, which has tried so many times to overcome that defect or that vice. And he says, yes, stretch out your hand, stretch out that will, stretch out that part of your life, which seems so handicapped, so entrenched in that bad habit and that sinfulness. But now, like St. Peter, letting down his nets for the catch and the boat, at your command, Lord, I will let down the nets. At your command, Lord, I will stretch out my hand. At your command, Lord, I'll stretch out my heart. Or perhaps, Lord, you're telling me, have more faith. Show that faith in a greater commitment to your prayer life. Show that faith in a greater commitment to evangelization, to apostolate. Stretch out your faith. And we say, Lord, this small little faith I have, yes, that faith, start it there, use that. Just like the man stretches out his withered hand, which he could never move before, there's some aspect of my soul, there's some aspect of my life where our Lord is telling me, stretch out your hand, right? use that heart, use that faith, use your time better. What is it, Lord? Where are you asking me for this implicit faith of doing something that I've tried before, I've failed before, but now doing it with confidence in you, doing it simply because you're telling me to do it. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? Come here. It's always a good time, Lord, to help others. It's always a good time to love. And so therefore, on our part, Lord, it's always a good time to respond to your invitation. Come here. Let me heal you. Have more faith in me. Let me help you make the changes that you know you need to make. Come here. Let's approach our Lord at Our Lady's side, following Our Lady's lead, holding Our Lady's hand. She'll bring us to Jesus. Our Lady, Our Mother, help us to respond to this invitation of Jesus. Come here. Come to me to let me heal you. Come to me to let me help you make the changes you need to make. Our Lady, Our Mother, wouldn't for us also the grace of having the faith in our Lord 
to try to improve in the things that, without his help, we have a bad experience of not having improved before. To make that effort that he wants us to make to stretch out our hand, stretch out our heart or our mind or our soul in the way that he wants. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's Wednesday of the second week in Ordinary Time, January 19th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day joining our hands, hearts, and voices with the entire church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation, 
I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as as we we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan groan in pain as we we await await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. 
Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in Him. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, saying, You are a people sacred to the Lord your God. He has chosen you from all the nations on the face of the earth to be a people peculiarly his own. It was not because you are the largest of all nations that the Lord set his heart on you and chose you. For you are really the smallest of all nations. It was because the Lord loved you, and because of his fidelity to the oath he had sworn to your fathers, that he brought you out with his strong hand from the place of slavery, and ransomed you from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Understand, then, that the Lord, your God, is God indeed, the faithful God, who keeps his merciful covenant down to the thousandth generation toward those who love him and keep his commandments, but who repays with destruction the person who hates him. He does not dally with such a one, but makes him personally pay for it. You shall therefore carefully observe the commandments, the statutes, and the decrees 
which I enjoin on you today. As your reward for heeding these decrees and observing them carefully, the Lord your God will keep with you the merciful covenant which he promised on oath to your fathers. He will love and bless and multiply you. He will bless the fruit of your womb and the produce of your soil, your grain and wine and oil, the issue of your herds and the young of your flocks, in the land which he swore to your fathers he would give you. You will be blessed above all peoples. No man or woman among you shall be childless, nor shall your livestock be barren. Be careful to observe all the commandments I enjoin on you today, that you may live and increase and may enter in and possess the land which the Lord promised on oath to your fathers. Remember how for forty years now the Lord your God has directed all your journeying in the desert so as to test you by affliction and find out whether or not it was your intention to keep his commandments he therefore let you be afflicted with hunger and then fed you with manna, a food unknown to you and your fathers, in order to show you that not by bread alone does man live, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of the Lord. The clothing did not fall from you in tatters, nor did your feet swell. These forty years. So you must realize that the Lord your God disciplines you, even as a man disciplines his son. Therefore, keep the commandments of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. God first loved us and sent his own Son to be the sacrifice that frees us from our sins. We have, we have come, come to know and, and to believe in the love God has for us. The Lord himself has become our Savior. He has redeemed us in his love. We have come to know and to believe in the love God has for us. A reading from the Dogmatic Constitution on the Church of the Second Vatican Council. In his wisdom and goodness, the Eternal Father created the whole world according to his supremely free and mysterious purpose, and decreed that men should be raised up to share in the divine life. When they fell in Adam, he did not abandon them, but always kept providing them with aids to salvation, in consideration of Christ, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Before the ages, the Father already knew all the elect and predestined them to be made into the likeness of his Son, so that he should be the firstborn among many brothers. God resolved to gather into Holy Church all who believe in Christ. The Church, foreshadowed even from the beginning of the world, 
so marvelously prepared in the history of the people of Israel, established in these last times, and revealed by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, will be made perfect in glory at the end of time. Then, as we read in the Fathers of the Church, all the righteous from Adam onward, from Abel the righteous, to the last of the elect, will be gathered in the universal church in the presence of the Father. Finally, those who have not yet received the gospel are in their different ways related to God's people. In the first place, there is that people which was given the covenants and the promises, and from which Christ was born by human descent, the people which is by God's choice most dear on account of the patriarchs. God never repents of his gifts or his call. God's plan of salvation embraces those also who acknowledge the Creator. Among these are especially the Mohammedans. They profess their faith as the faith of Abraham, and with us they worship the one merciful God who will judge men on the last day. God himself is not far from those others who seek the unknown God in darkness and shadows, for it is he who gives to all men life and inspiration and all things, and who, as Savior, desires all men to be saved. Eternal salvation is open to those who, through no fault of their own, do not know Christ and his church, but seek God with a sincere heart, and under the inspiration of grace try in their lives to do his will, made known to them by the dictates of their conscience. Nor does divine providence deny the aids necessary for salvation to those who, without blame on their part, have not yet reached an explicit belief in God, but strive to lead a good life under the influence of God's grace. Whatever goodness and truth is found among them is seen by the church as a preparation for the gospel, and as given by him who shines on all men, so that they may at last have life. It was God's plan that in the fullness of time, all creation should be brought together in unity under Christ. It pleased God that all perfection should dwell in Christ, and through him God chose to reconcile all things to himself. All creation should be brought together in unity under Christ. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 23 minutes before the hour. Today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's all right ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord, as always, uses a healing as an opportunity to teach. From the third chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Again, Jesus entered the synagogue 
and a man was there who had a withered hand. And they watched him to see whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. Jesus said to the man who had the withered hand, Come here. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to kill? They were silent. He looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart, and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. The man stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately held counsel with the Herodians against Jesus. How? to destroy him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Practicing the virtue of faith will help us to see things through the eyes of God. That is a good thing. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. The practice of the virtue of faith in our daily lives adds up to what is commonly known as supernatural outlook. This consists in a way of seeing things, even the most ordinary, apparently quite commonplace things, in relation to God's plan for each person as regards his own salvation and the salvation of many others. It leads us to accustom ourselves to undertake our daily activities as though we were constantly glancing at God to see whether what we are doing is really His will, whether ours is the way He wants us to do things. It leads us to get used to discovering God in people, to recognize Him behind what the world calls chance or coincidence. In fact, to see His mark everywhere. Christian life, holiness, is not a kind of protective garment that shields the Christian against or prevents him from knowing all that is properly human. So it follows that the supernatural virtues should influence the human virtues and make of the Christian a man who is honest, exemplary at work and with his family, filled with a sense of honor and justice. A man who stands out before other men by his style of conduct in which loyalty, truthfulness, Resilience and joy shine forth. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, St. Paul reminded the first Christians at Caesarea Philippi. The Christian's life of faith leads him, therefore, to be a man who has human virtues because he practices his faith in his ordinary activities. He will not only feel moved to make an act of faith as he sees the walls of a church in the distance, but he will turn to God to ask him for light and help when confronted with a problem at work or at home. He will know how to attune his thinking when he has to accept a setback when faced with pain or sickness, when offering up some joy, when he continues for love the work that he was about to abandon through tiredness. In the apostolate, he will ask for the light of grace for those people he wants to take to the sacrament of penance. He will have a truly supernatural outlook when there are no fruits to be seen because work is just starting on that soul, and the plowshare that breaks up the earth and opens up the furrow sees neither the seed nor the harvest. Faith has to be practiced 
constantly, and hope and charity. Faced with problems and obstacles, perhaps already of long standing, our Lord bids us stretch out your hand. Faith is not a virtue to be practiced just occasionally during pious practices, but rather during sport at the office in the middle of traffic. Much less should faith be reserved, as some Christians seem to think, for a Sunday at the time of fulfilling the Sunday precept. Today, let us examine how often we put into practice the Christian ideal that gives shape to all we do, increases its value, and gives a new meaning to all that is human. It can transform literally everything we do into something supernaturally fruitful. Let us examine, too, how we live supernatural outlook in all our daily activities. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, it's time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved. 
and trembled when your way led through the sea, your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your ways are holy. What What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. 
Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light, and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders, and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The Lord Lord is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness? or danger, or the sword. Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all all my life long with a song of praise ever on my lips all All my my life life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. 
For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching, Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get a move on. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. Go out now, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.